Hello, St. Columbus. This past Sunday, the Gospel reading was the well-known story of Jesus' transfiguration on the mountaintop. To our modern ears, it's strange and fantastical. Jesus' clothes become amazingly, dazzlingly white, and he appears flanked by Moses and Elijah. And then there is the cloud and the voice, and it's like his baptism all over again. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. What were the three close disciples who witnessed this to think? This was a whole new vision of Jesus. How might we understand this? Well, here's my transfiguration story. Some years ago in January, I boarded United Airlines 9 a.m. flight to San Francisco to visit my son, Chris, who was then interning as a culinary school student at a high-end downtown restaurant. As our jumbo jet roared and we lifted off, suddenly everything was white. The snow-covered world below, Virginia, Maryland, the mountains, all transfigured into a dazzling landscape, glistening in the morning sun a whole white continent to cross. And then San Francisco. I had time to kill as Chris had to work until around 10 that evening. But then I was to meet him at the restaurant bar. I sat down and ordered a glass of one of those rich, full-bodied, oaky Chardonnays that I adore and waited for Chris. A few minutes later, I looked up and saw my tall, handsome son walking towards me dazzling white, with his crisply starched toque on his head, white trousers, white jacket, a vision of a professional chef smiling from ear to ear. In that moment, Chris was transfigured before me. In that moment, I glimpsed the chef he would one day be. In that moment, I saw the potential and the possibility and a young man beginning to realize his dreams. It's a mother's treasured memory, a transfiguration moment. I think moments like this happen a lot. Jesus' disciples suddenly, dramatically, saw him in a new way, and their sense of who he really was was changed, and their faith in him was enhanced. When have you seen someone in an entirely new light? A friend whose gifts you were unaware of. A parent who you learn had endured and overcome great hardship. A young poet like Amanda Gorman showing us dazzling potential pointing to future greatness. These are transfiguration moments even when not clothed in miraculous trappings. And like the disciples who wanted to build dwellings to hold their vision, we can't do that. The vision is fleeting. We returned to the day-to-day, like Peter and James and John, just there alone with Jesus. But like them, we hold these moments in our hearts, moments when, I believe it is God, who lets us see beyond what is to what is to come, who lets us glimpse glory and revel in it.